are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for joining me on this Friday afternoon, wherever it may be, maybe Friday morning, Saturday morning, wherever it may be. Uh, give a shout out to what? Maine. Got folks in Maine today. Give a shout out to all the folks in Maine today who's listening to the Real Talk show. Thank you for joining in today. Oh, boy. Also give a shout out to people in Alabama and for our, you know, our hearts and prayers go out for the people who are in the hurricane. Like I said, brothers and sisters, y'all should have been preparing. You know, hey, we've been talking about that. Things prepared, got to be prepared on things. So hopefully y'all family members got out of the arms way and made it to safer ground. With that being said, folks, um... This is a retake of a show I did yesterday. I know you didn't hear a show yesterday because of technical difficulty, which started yesterday, went all the way to this morning, and just now got fixed today. So now everything is cool. But um, the title of the podcast is The Rise of the Sith Coon. And I know people say, oh, here we go again with this. Yep, the rise of the Sith Coon. Now, hopefully I can uh, recant uh, or remember what I said yesterday because I had a good one. And all of a sudden, computer wanted to do updates. Boom, and just went out. But anyhow, the rise of the Sith Coon. Now, I'm using Star Wars again as a visual. And I'm going to use it as a visual. Because uh, I came to Most High gave me gave me this in a in a prayer, like you know, you know, Star Wars is kind of like talking about black people and life in general. So when you start looking at the movie and start applying certain things without having um, the two third coon mentality, say, well, that's not true. Just open up your mind and imagination. In spirit, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Well, the rise of the Sith Coons to get you interested. And the reason I'm saying, you remember that scene when Palpatine got exposed? And I'm not talking about the one when the, all the Jedi's came in and fought, tried to fight his ass. I'm talking about the one after that when Master Windu came there. And Master Windu was going to get ready to put the work. What he did, he put the hurt on him. And so he wanted to uh, end this. But Anakin showed up. And what did Anakin do? Anakin said, no, I need him. He can help me save Padme. Master Windu said, no, he, if we let him live, he would, he'll become too strong for us to maintain or contain him. And what did he do? Well, you know what happened to the brother. He got killed. And then what he said, unlimited power. The dude was, he's a leech. Now, let's stop right there. And I'm going to break it down in these from the characters. Who all represent who? 
obviously you know that Esau, the white race, is Palpatine. Let's just get that out of that. Anakin is the two-third niggas. Master Windu is people like me and other folks who say, you know what? Let's go ahead and end this fool's life and be done with him. We can't continue to turn the other cheek. Now we can continue. Once he got unlimited power off of the two-third niggas, a.k.a. Anakin, what did Anakin become? His servant, his puppet, and then also his weapon of killing because he went to the Jedi Temple. Who was all there? Children. Killed all those innocent babies because all the other Jedis, the adults, the ones that would kick Anakin's ass or give him a fight was all scattered across the galaxy. See, you, 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 you're working with me. See what I'm saying? You're like the neighborhood, our churn is being exposed by Esau at their vulnerable. We're seeing you in there to kill them. We're seeing you in there to abort them out, get rid of them, because they're defensive. Mom and dad ain't there. What'd he do? Marched up in there with his little clone assault team. Went to work. These children trusted him. They looked up to him. This two-third nigga. And he killed them all. Now, he didn't kill none of the other people because they were scattered abroad. His clones did that, but he killed the kids. And Palpatine's hands was clean. But with every kill, Anakin took on the sin. Anakin got stronger. Anakin went to the dark side. Every time we destroy our neighborhoods, we destroy marriages, friendships, business relationships. We give power to the empire. It feeds off of us. Just like he said, a strong Sith you shall be. Like that dude had a, he had just got off. He just got a, a rush, a sugar rush. In actuality, he did. A sugar rush of unlimited power. Now go do my bidding. But in this case, you got the uh, Lord Coon. Darth Coon. Two-third niggas running around here doing Esau's work. Now, again, in the black community, we had black people that's done wrong. But back in the day, we dealt with theirs. Some people took a little trip. You ever heard that? Well, I know from down down in Georgia, from Atlanta, you know, a lot of folks who we need, who got rid of, you know, my mom and them, when you say, you know, he's taking a little trip. He won't be seeing him no more. And I thought the mud just went out of town somewhere, but no, <laughs> he took a trip or she took a trip. They ain't coming back. They ain't go to another state. Wink, wink, but they ain't coming back a long, long time. But now, we have this foolishness that we allow to be the poster image of running around, twerking, booty shaking, standing out on the corner, taking all kind of stuff, just, you know, all kind of secondhand people. But you wouldn't take someone else that, but it, like I said, it's, 
most people's mindset. Two-third niggas gravitate to two-third niggas. And so, the reason I say that because I was watching this show. You ever seen this show called Life After Lockup? They got some new people on there. And this this black chick on there um, just met this dude, just got out, got her daughter calling this nigga Danny. Now, stop right there. On uh, the 90 Day Fiance, there was a white chick that had another dude, had an Arab dude that she met, had her daughter calling her daughter daddy. I wanted to address that because um, that's a bad thing to do. And I see a lot of women now doing it. I know, ladies, you you know, again, you want to build a bear niggas, and you try to build these folks up, and then you want to re- you want to build a family with somebody who can't really can't give you anything, but you know what, and you want your children to call them daddy. You know, I'm gonna let y'all in on something like this here. This is the bad side about my mom, and I'm not saying anything bad. My mom meant in good intentions. But the people who she wanted to be with were not good. That's not a good thing for your children to be exposed to people. Because folks, their emotions, their plan are not as what they seem. It's totally different. See, you come in, your children have a set rule. Like, like say for instance, like my son. Say for me and my wife, we um, decide to split up. My son has a set schedule that he sticks to so did my little girl now my wife decided to go and get some two-bit bum to come in that bum is going to try to disrupt that schedule because that bum that two-third nigga cannot cannot and will not conform to the schedule because now he can say i'm king scrap all that not knowing that that's order for the children so I just wanted to address that part because that just that comes into back into the whole story. So work with me. Come on, people, stay with me. But I just wanted to address that sisters don't do that. Don't put your children in danger. I don't care what color that you bring home and you bring Esau, whatever. When you got kids, don't do that. Let them have their own spot. I wanted to address that because that just came on. They got their spot. Let them stay over there. Y'all meet up, y'all smash, be done. Go on about your business. Do not bring them into your environment of your child unless they've proven themselves worthy. And it's okay to have standards. Have some high standards because you got two kids, especially you got little ones and you got kids, period. Have some damn standards. Just because you want to have lay down with some warm body, hell, get you a bear. They got Trumpy Bear out there. Go get you a Trumpy Bear. Snuggle up with a bear. You, hey, you be safe. Because most of these folks, they do have an agenda. And their agenda is not to be a father or parent to your child. It's their motives is something to be used. They're using you. And they sense that they can use it. A.K.A. back to Palpatine. Ciphering energy off of Anakin. The two-third coon. That's why Anakin... All this power supposed to bring balance to the force. What do you do? Copped out, become what? Second fiddle? 
And not even just that, go back to the beginning of the rise of the Sith. When Palpatine all of a sudden, he got kidnapped by Count Dooku. Hmm. And they had that fight scene. And when uh, Obi-Wan got his ass whooped over there, got thrown over there to the... And it was just Anakin and Dooku. Dooku knew. Go go back and look at the video. He he was on Anakin. But then all of a sudden, Palpatine pulled whatever veil, whatever super veil protection he had. Dooku was caught. Got his head cut off. Didn't need him no more. Because I need he needed a better, younger, stronger person that he can manipulate. Two-third niggas. And that's what we have right now. Two-third niggas being incubated, so to speak. Being used, being siphoned off the energy. In position to be the greatest people on the planet. But you would rather be second fiddle. All because this dude or this group of people promised you the world. And they tricked you out of it. Go read. You go read the Bible. Just like when they figured like when Jacob tricked uh, Esau. Esau been tricking you. You hear you heard the saying that uh back in the day when black folks say, hey, go to school, do something. You know, everybody wanted to go to school and whatever. Because trades trades at that time, people were blessing their ass, and they weren't making the money. Esau set that up. Because black folks had all the all the skills after Reconstruction, all the way up to a certain point, black folks had skills to to do brick mason carpentry all this stuff all of it my grandfather was a was a chief engineer at a military installation that's that's a rarity back in the 60s all the way up so you think about it now flip the script you got all these educated black folks out here can't find jobs because that was the main thing back in the day. Go to school. Education is the key. Education going to set you free. Education puts you in debt. And again, I know white folks. Some white folks got put in debt. Because I know white folks say, well, some white people got in debt. But you are a necessary loss. But think about it. You're necessary. And you'll be hired still, even with that debt. Black people wouldn't. That last, that last to hire, first to fire rule applied regardless if you got seven PhDs. Your ass ain't getting up in here unless you know somebody. Unless you go, come on up in here and kiss my ass a little bit. Not give you the job. Like some of them did. Kiss your ass. Huh? Gotta get that job. So, and this knowledge was you know basically brought to me through my wife had his friend he used, she used to talk to on the train and the dude old dude had had pearls of wisdom he broke it down and said yeah so all the trade skills you don't see hardly no black people in it so they white folks and pushed all the black folks out this old house all that stuff <laughs> none of that stuff you don't want to be a mechanic should I have, like myself? I had my like I said my my grandfather was a was a chief boiler room engineer at a military installation. I had a cousin who was a a train engineer, worked on trains. You don't see that no more. Oh man, I don't want to work on that. We're not in those areas anymore. It's very slim. And I did a 
podcast on that talking about technical skills that black people need to get in and what we have been pushed out of. Fell on deaf ear. A lot of people didn't want to hear it. And it don't bother me. I know the truth. You know it too. Two-third nigga. And that's what I said. You're a two-third nigga. And like I said, this is the rise of the coon. And this is why you gave your body over to Esau. Like Anakin did. Remember when Anakin went to uh, Ross for Fire to, to fight Obi-Wan? He's going to go kill his brother. Going to kill the person that was sworn to protect and raise him. Made him into the Jedi man knight who he is today. I'm going to go on over here and I'm going to kill him. After he killed all the other petty folks, uh, the, the trade people. Tried his best to kill Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan didn't want to hurt him. Remember that scene where he said, Anakin, stop it. I love you. Don't do this. You don't have to end like this. But he was so drunk, stoop drunk on stupidity being a two-third nigga instead of being the leader that forced him, seduced him, pushed him. I'm going to go here. I got to kill you. And we all know what happened in the end. Obi-Wan cut his hand. He fell. Cut his hands and his legs. Dude fell down the ground. Got his ass burned up. Charred broad looking like a burnt up piece of steak. Now with all that power that the empress had, he didn't heal his body. That's the same thing like with black people. You didn't heal my body. You just gave me something as a crutch. But we still accepted it. You didn't sit there and say, no, nah, man, I don't want this. No, nah, we're going to do this. And I know the reason, and like I said, the reason why I'm saying this, people, because I have to use this visual theme. I know a lot of people are not sci-fi people, but think about it. Look at it from how the current situation, current events in history has went about. Now, when Anakin, a.k.a. Darth Vader, or in this case, Darth Coon, came online. Pat May died. Hell, he didn't go when she had a funeral. Where was a uh, homeboy? What was the emperor? I thought you were supposed to teach him how to bring her back from the dead. Didn't do nothing. Body cold, gone. But he was filled on that hate, on that hate juice, that self hate. That I have to get Obi Wan. I gotta find him. He did this to me. No, your stupidity, your arrogance, your so-called intelligence, all what you thought drove you to go after this man who did not want to kill his brother. And he could have killed him. But he said, no, nah, I'm just going I'm to I'm hurt you, but I'm not, I don't want to kill you. And he just left him there and said, you know, let the fire kill you. That way, it's a mercy kill. But as we go, we see when you leave your enemies, they always come back. But the person never saw that he was the one at fault. And that's what it is with two-third niggas. And the reason, again, we all seen both the Democratic and the RNC conventions. And on both sides, they had coon niggas there. Two-third coon niggas. Two-third niggas just there, yippity yappy yippy. They didn't get the old heads. They got some new people. Because they got to bring some spice to it. Got to spice it up and get y'all hyped. 
dropping cold words, uh, uh, coded words and coded messages where folks can say, yeah, 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 yeah. Our America. This America is not theirs. This is stolen land. Regardless of whoever believe that, I don't care. They're not. This is stolen land. This is stolen land. Stolen bloody land. And you haven't paid the debt on it yet. You still, it's still a running tab. But excuse me, back to what I was saying about the rise of the coon simp. And that's what we are. We have the power to govern ourselves and do what we need to do. But we were set at the side of Esau and his mistress, Miss Ann, Karen, whoever you want to call her. We seek and lust after them, thinking that they better. That's self-hate. That would drove Anakin mad. We drive ourselves mad because we hate ourselves. We try to be something that we're not. We take on personas of something that we're not. They end up destructive. And we fall short. Then we all want to sit up and say, why God given, done this to us? And God has given you the power, but you turn chicken. Now, back to the story. Now, you see that after Master Wandu died, everyone else who was left, Yoda, Chewie and his family, they all went into hiding. They went into exile. The whole the temple got shut down. Everything closed. The rest of the people got murdered. All those warriors, gone. Gone. That's the same thing like it is right now. And we talking about, you hear people say, we need a revolution, two-third nigga. No, you don't. You got an Anakin spirit. You got, an, you got a coward spirit. I need them. I need you to help me save Padme. I need you to help me save my Jordans. I need you to help me save that pork. Man, I can't go out there and do all this. I can't. That's what you tell Esau every time. When you sit up here, where the justice at? Well, justice, no peace. Instead of picking up something and knocking the shit out of him or her. But instead, you sit there and say, I'm going to serve you, master. Arise. From this day forth, you'll be known as Darth Coon. Go swiftly. Do not hesitate. And that what Palpatine said to them, don't hesitate. Don't spare anyone. And then we'll have peace and tranquility in our new republic. Now that sound like we'll make America great. And it sound like, well, if we get Biden in, we'll, we'll finally get something. All this stuff is just coded. Playing off your emotions. You're weak. Like I said, I used to be weak too. I used to believe, but I don't believe in it no more. I used to believe that you can rationally talk to these people. Even through all the history, you thought that maybe, maybe, maybe a little good. Nope. Because you know what? Just like that movie, one wants something that somebody else has. And they're going to manipulate, they're going to lie, even kill to get to it. Now, it's enough to go around. As you've seen in the movie, the empire 
the galactic empire it's, it's vast ain't nobody starving there ain't really no family even on the poorest planet everybody getting along chilling drinking dancing but this one person figured mm, i just can't get enough of being this senator or this president of this planet i wanted to be and control the whole thing now you fast forward all the way up to the damn return of the jedi this is when darth vader started to wake up by that time period he started to wait knowing his power was vast and stronger than the emperor but he sold his soul and the emperor had control of his soul which means he had control of the power that's why he never had the, he couldn't have the ability to strike him down because he already gave i gave you my soul i'm yours flip-flop to another movie they just made recently solo remember at the end when solo met his girlfriend the chick and he was just so happy to see her but she was branded and who to pop up at the end darth Maul. she wanted to tell him all what happened but she couldn't just just seeing his face brought back good memories but she knew that she could never be with him because she gave up her soul to the dark side gave it up willingly and that's the that is the main premise of this podcast that black people the two two third cool niggas two third niggas you gave up your soul to them and you can never break it to a point and it's always going to be a small ragtag group of people like myself who can be ready to fight but we're going to have to move surreptitiously because we can't trust you coons you two-third niggas because you fall for everything you talk stuff we're going to fight 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 you know one of my favorite scenes in rise of the Sith is when the dude was running remember uh the dude looked like kind of like a little wolf. He was running with the clone. So he's like, come on, let's get him. Next thing you know, he turned around like, go hell. And they shot his ass. That's exactly what you'll do to us. You'll turn us in. You'll rat us out. You'll sell us for a bag of money. Or some ad piece of rammed through, tricked out ass that you want. Or some, especially a car. I mean, for real, it's, it's, some of y'all are just so... Eddie, you'll sell your whole family for a Cadillac. You don't care. So, again, rise of the Sith, coon. But then we go to the end, to this ladder thing. And then you had the First Order and all this stuff. All these, these, these pretenders still trying to hold on. You thought that after the return of the Jedi, you thought peace would ring throughout the Empire. Nope. Here comes the first order, a made-up, patched-together group of the Empire, rehashed, coming in, promoting habit, the devil again. Solemn, the dude who was running the first order, who was really being used by the Emperor, going through this, all like, damn, y'all just can't kill these niggas? Nope. It seemed like it. Then you saw Luke. With his thing, you thought, well, hey, you thought that would be it. Like, nope. The reason why I'm using the trilogy to a point, because all of it, you can kind of put us in there. Then towards the end with this last movie, and I'm going to end it up right there. The Rise of Skywalker. You saw that part when the, the, the trailer, when you heard the Emperor talk, all this has come to an end. And you saw that 
the 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 fleet the the armada of the imperial ships in stasis and they are everybody looking like what the hell is this how did, how could this be this massive army is waiting to come through to bring havoc again and the emperor is all set and he's the mastermind all behind this stuff eventually yeah, at the end i didn't get to see they say he passed but Long story short, I had to really use that as a thing, as like I said, a teaching tool. Now, I know some people might say, no, nah, that's not it. You're going too deep, yada, yada. But no, no, I'm not. Because black people, we're like that. That movie, like I said, every person that went over to the dark side, willing. As a matter of fact, go back to the attack of the clones. When uh, Obi-Wan was caught by Dooku on, uh, on, Genesis, on Genesis, I think. Genesis or Genesis? I think I pronounced that wrong. Genosis, that's it, Genosis. And his ass was caught up in it. He said, join me. He said, both of us together, we can rule this and break down the self. Then he's not saying that. He needed somebody to lead him. I said, dude, you got all the power. It didn't make sense. Really, look at it again. It don't make any sense. Now you, this big, <laughs> bad, dark, Sidious person running around this Sith, but you were a puppet because Lord Sidious, aka Palpatine, was chilling, controlling you. You need somebody to help you break the chain, two third nigga. And that's what two third niggas need. They need strong people to break the chain, but then you turn on them at the hour of need. That's why we will never have any true freedom to a point. That's why 230 y'all got to be wiped out, for real, point blank. You got to be wiped out because you always going to look towards a leader, someone that's strong, someone who is courageous, male, female, doesn't matter, but you're going to look towards them to pull you out of the cesspool of your fears only for you to turn around and stab them in the back for a bag of money and sit there and say he, he or she was an agent. You're going to do that. It's in your nature. And I, like I said, I use this movie because it's basically set it up. Just change all the people and make them black. <laughs> and just keep Palpatine white, a white, whitish ghost figure. Like he looks. Not once did he commit any murder in throughout the whole movie, did he? He always had henchmen. He always had someone to do his dirty work. But he had the power enough power to persuade and manipulate them massive people to go to their death now we ain't gonna sit here and say about talk about the rise of the coon clone yes sir right away sir because that's basically what happened this past two weeks with the dnc and rnc convention you had yes sir right away sir i kiss your ass sir lick your boots sir be your sex toy sir that's all you heard moving forward sir all is good, sir. They might well, all of them just clones. That's all they were saying. Two-third nigga clones. And it's a, it's a shame. And then y'all want somebody to come out here and lead you? <laughs> I laugh at it. Because the only thing you're going to do is set them up, use them, and turn them in. And it's a sad thing that throughout the, that trilogy, this story, which is also, a, you can use as, as a, like I said, as a teaching tool of life, 
It's always a handful of the people, the rebels, who risk their life and die, hoping to bring balance and peace. But the two-third niggas are always ready to sell out. Always. Always ready to give it in. And then talk about law and order or we got to do this or it's your rights or whatever the hell else that come out their goddamn mouth. It's just, you got talking points, whatever it is. But real, took that simple movie. I know people say, now how the hell he took a simple movie and use it like it is? It's not that, it really is not that simple. It's just really, you just look at it. Just put yourself in that position. Take out all the special effects and all that stuff and just look at how these characters move. Like I said, going back to Anakin, Anakin was supposed to bring balance to the what force. He was supposed to be the strongest of all the Jedi Knights. But he was weak. And he's weakened because he gave his power over to a leech. Straight up. That's what Palpatine was, a leech. A lion leech that used the energy of those who were strong but was mentally weak. That's a.k.a. the black man today. And some black women. Mm, that's deep, ain't it? That's really food for thought right there, people. For real. There's always going to be a handful of people like me who's just waiting in the wings, waiting. Always looking over our shoulder to a point. Not running, but just looking over our shoulder because we already know that half of y'all is going to sell out people like us. Whenever chance is going is convenient, whatever chance you get, you're going to sell us out for some money. As I said again, you'll sell us out for less. A car, a new home, some, some cute bitch that's going to stay with you for a minute to give you a little boost. Some Instagram hoe or Instagram dude or transgender dude, whatever you, whatever fits you, you know, whatever your appetite is, you be right there to do it. It's a given. So, like I said again, it's it again. Rise of the Sith Coon. Like I said, some of y'all a strong self you shall be. You my master. You might some of y'all got your kissing boots on right now. You got your knee pads on right now, kissing ass all day. And for the white people who do come and say, that's that true. You just beat that booty. Played that video from the dude from the horse's mouth. Now for real, message to y'all, like I said, y'all had a chance, but you blew it. And it's not in your nature to do even you say it is, but it's not because every time that we excel, here you go with the trickery. You can't let it, can't let it go. You got to do something, got to provoke something, got to make up something. And just like in that movie, when everybody like, we sensing the force, but he had a veil that blocked him. This one dude who was playing ass like a like a fiddle palpatine was the was the was lord Sidious all alone had people up here killing folks going making up a false war taking folks land came up with a, a what a false a, a clone army out of nowhere 
Now, I know that is, it's just a movie, but think about the actions of Esau. Think about it. Low redlining. <laughs> Emmett Till. I mean, we can go on and on. A lot of stuff. You, they, this movie is just something that you're just telling your story, but just in a science fiction way. Like someone told me, he said, your enemy is telling you what he or she's doing in movies. TV, they're telling you. They're letting you know their agenda. I know people say, oh, man, oh, Miss Key, you just weed too hard in it, too, man. You, just, you know, you've been, been thinking too much, man. You, you need to stop all that. <laughs> no, I'm not thinking too hard. That's what they're telling you. You got movies out there and shows promoting pedophilia. <laughs> anyway, people. But again, thank you for joining me for this episode of Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Again, give a shout out to all black businesses. Yes, this month, month is coming to an end. This is Black Business Month. So please, by all means, go and uh, support your black business wherever brick and mortar or e-commerce, please go by and say, please don't let bad experiences of one black business end and don't get into that notion why I have to buy black because, again, you should buy black because our money should circulate in our communities more than just once. And for all the Edomites that does come in here and haters who feel that they got skin and come on in, thank you for joining. Come on in. I'm, yeah, you're welcome. You need to hear it because you already know it. You actually, I guarantee if I will have one of you on here, they will sit here and tell you straight up what he said is right. He just did a longer version, but yeah, he, he right. But again, people, be safe, be vigilant out there, and come on back for another episode of Real Talk. But as I say, just think about it. Just think. I know some of y'all going to go <laughs> probably go look at Star Wars and say, well, what he was talking about there? But real, some of you probably won't. Or you probably ignore it. And that's cool. It's all good. But I made my point. The two con uh, the two uh two third niggas, y'all will sell us out. The con uh the clone coons, you will do it. The rise of the coon self, you will do it. Because that's why you trying so hard to keep the system. You're trying hard. All them coded words, man. Long ass, boring ass speeches, yelling and screaming. Bringing all these folks out here doing. <sighs> anyway, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.